from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time, and uh, and very happy to be here on Facebook Live, facebook.com backslash live now DT. And what did Alan say? Bruce is a paid coach on staff at SU. I don't know what that question was. So, um, oh, to Bruce Williams. Uh, so Bruce Williams actually works at Syracuse University and helps out the student-athlete side of it. But we will uh, definitely get into that at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So I want to make sure I got to the question there from Alan. Appreciate your question. And we are back here inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios. JT Gear is here with us on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora for the first time ever. He's a 2021 defensive end recruit for college football coming to us from the great state of South Carolina. And he's here with us this morning to speak on his recruitment and so much more. So let's bring him into the broadcast. JT, how you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing well. And, and, and JT, I know you said you're trying to stay safe down there. Uh, bring, you know, give us a bird's eye view into South Carolina. What's what's life like in South Carolina right now? It's uh, a bit crazy, you know. Um, the store's empty, roads clear. Like it's it's a bit crazy down here right now. So stores are empty. Do you have uh, do you have what you need? Were you able to get out there and get some things? I know it's been hard around the country to get bread. Uh, to get uh, chicken. I know there's like some beef that's still left, but I know it's been hard to get chicken. It's been hard to get bread, toilet paper, sanitizer, and whatnot. Does your family have what you need at this point? Oh, yes, sir. Most definitely. My mom's a maniac. She was one of the first first people in the store, so we most definitely are set. Yes, sir. So mom took care of business. What did did mom make sure that she went out and got first? Uh, toilet tissue. <laughs> First thing, tissue, um, canned foods, just little snacks. We'll make sure we have something to drink, and then chicken, and you know, frozen meats. So, so, mom, mom got her stuff. You, you said, you said that mom was on point. She got out there quick. She got out there early. Did, did she? When, when did mom? I mean, when everything broke. You know, some people were kind of. In thinking about it, saying it's not that bad, or maybe this will go away, and, and this, that, and whatever. Other people went out right away. How, how fast did your mom go out to get everything? Like, after the first one, like, the, after the first case of coronavirus, she made sure she started going to the stores. Like, she was not playing at all. So, mom goes out there, she gets the stuff, she's obviously, you know, cooking for you at home. What's the best meal that mom makes. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking to a JT gear, 2021 college football recruits here coming from South Carolina. What's, what's the best meal that mom makes? Uh, it's just a uh, chicken lasagna. She makes, Oh gosh, it's a die for it. Oh, it's beautiful. Chicken. <laughs> describe this to me. I've never had this before. Chicken lasagna. Describe this to me. It's basically a regular, regular lasagna with cheese and uh, shredded chicken it's basically all it is, but it's just so good. Like my mouth watering just talking about it. It's amazing. So once this all clears, party at JT's JT's house. I mean, that's how I'm looking at it right now. I mean, I'm 
Yeah, well, listen, that's <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. Chicken lasagna. That's not, it sounds like a chicken enchilada mixed up with lasagna. That it sounds like a marriage of of two of my heritage, Span, you know, being Spanish and Italian. That that sounds perfect. Wait, how long has mom been making that? Has this been something she's made forever? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lasagna has always been my favorite food. And it was one day she just decided to mix it up with chicken. And, oh, I don't know. It's just great. <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> Nothing like being very hungry this morning at the start of the show as I have to uh, sit here in the studio for a bit. But we're here with JT Gear. Uh, JT, when did you start playing football? I mean, I know that you're being recruited right now. It's it's very real right now that you're going to be playing college football somewhere. But where did it all start for you? Where did the story of football start for you? Um, Actually, it was when I was six. My uh, my granddad talked to my mother. Uh, he, was think- he said it was something that he think I should really get into. So um, he's been my coach ever since I was six years old. So that's something he got me into early. And just got me uh, the toughness in me. So he got the toughness in you to be a part of this and and to do this. Your grandfather uh, being involved. What what made him want to do that with you? Did he play? I mean, did he have a connection to it before? What kind of brought it all together? Yeah, uh, he played high school football. Okay. Uh, okay. Rumors say around town that he was very good at high school football, but he's so old, I can, you know, I wouldn't know the truth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was a very good uh, high school football player. He's very into the NFL and college football, so um, he has a lot of knowledge about uh, football overall. So yeah, he just um, yeah, he just loves teaching young kids and just teaching the game. So I think that's what started it off for him and coaching. So so grandpa got you into it. When do you, when can you say you actually fell in love with the sport of football? Um, I think my second year playing when I was seven. And what made you? What makes you go back to to that time? Your second year playing, you're seven years old. What makes you believe that that was the moment that you fell in love with football? Actually, my when I when I was seven, I wasn't going to go back, but my mom made me play again. And uh, in little league, I was a running back, and um. When I my second year when I was seven, that was really just my uh, breakaway year when I started to uh, separate myself from other players, and I saw that it was a difference between how I play, how they play. I saw that I could be the best one on the field, so that's when I really started dedicating it. I saw I saw that I could be something, so that's when I really started taking it serious, and I just fell in love with the game and how it's played. So you fell in love with the game, you got into it. You're being recruited as a defensive end. Did you fall in love with offense first? Did you always? You know, like the defensive side and hitting somebody. I mean, bring me into when you really fell in love with the position that you're at right now. Um, I always, I always love the contact, but um, to be honest with you, I didn't start playing defensive end until my freshman year of high school. So, was, so you start back then. What, what did that for you? I mean, that shift that you had. What position were you playing before? Um, middle school, I played tight end. Okay, so you so you switch from tight end to def- defensive end freshman year of high school. Bring me into that switch and and how that transition went for you. Um, I was I ain't, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little upset with the transition because I wanted to be on the offensive side, but um, the contact was always something that I loved. So just once I started getting into it and learning what to do, like with my hands, you know, the movements, 
uh, rushing against the offensive lineman. I just fell in love with it instantly. Like, it's just an instant love getting to hit the quarterback, stop run, sacks. It's just a beautiful thing, especially during uh, game times on game day. So that's what I really fell in love with uh, at defensive end. So you love hitting the quarterback, love getting after it, love the contact of it. You started freshman year. I'm going to ask you to take a, a good hard look at yourself in your game. Speaking here with JT Gear, 2021 college football recruit hailing from South Carolina. What do you like most about your game? What are your best attributes right now, in your opinion? Um, well, of course, my size, you know. But um, I think uh, something that I have and really have improved on is my um. My pass rush and my pass rush. I feel like um I can go with the best of the best with uh, pass rush. You know, I feel like that's something that um I can really bring to the table playing with any team, and that's something I, I really do good at. So the pass so, pass rush is where you feel you've improved, you've gotten better. Where did the improvements come? What what did you change about your game, or what did maybe you learn about your game that made you? better at, at pass rush at the defensive end position in recent history. What can you kind of say you feel you've done maybe mechanics-wise or whatever it may be to be able to read the quarterback a little bit better and attack the quarterback a little bit better? Um, yeah, just reading the uh, offensive lineman's feet, that's something that I never knew about. Um, reading the offensive lineman's feet, um, just uh, watching their hands. If they pass rush low, they pass it low or high, just simple things like that to my uh, D-line coach, Coach Jackson. Coach Jackson, my trainer, he's taught me. So, you know, he was a big help. And, and then as far as areas where you want to work on it, you got a bunch of offers right now, but where are some areas that, that you want to get better at in your game? What can you maybe point to that you feel like you can improve as you step forward here into your final season before you go to college, you know, the college football ranks? What are some of the areas you want to work on? I want to work on my footwork most definitely. So, um, I think I can work on my footwork so that I can throw my opponent off a little bit more and be able to dominate him severely, so that I can impact uh, my impact on the quarterback or the running back, whichever one uh, is on that play. Yeah, my footwork. So, I want to work on your footwork. Speaking here with JT Gear, twenty twenty one college football recruit, hailing from South Carolina. Bring me into South Carolina athletics. What can you say about what you go up against? every single week when you're playing the game down in South Carolina. What can you say about the level of talent and how it pushes you, just what it's like in South Carolina to be a football player in the high school ranks? South Carolina, is, the players we have down here is full of dogs. Like everybody is a everybody is an athlete down here, and everybody wants it. Everybody's chasing the same thing. So it's like, like the games – it's like everybody going head to head. We all playing for the same thing. Everybody's playing like it's their last game. So it's it's gonna be intense. Every play, you can't be tired. You can't be hurt. None of that. Even if you are, you still gotta give it your best shot. Every play. So you feel like you've been pushed there in South Carolina. Who would you say is is the best opponent that you've gone up against? Or if you can maybe go to one or one or two moments, either in practice on your own team or in a game, that you feel like somebody had pushed you the most or maybe a team that had pushed you the most? Um, that I say pushed me the most. I would say uh, Greenville, Greenville High School. Okay. We played them um, in the regular season. Unfortunately, we lost, and we played them second round in the playoffs, and we lost again. But I just feel like that's a game that um, we couldn't slack at at all. 
we had to go 100 percent um all the time you know and i feel like yeah that was just a game that they pushed us to play at our best you know we had a few faults still but i feel like that's a team that's uh, going to give us a run for my, our money every single time that we play them that coming from JT Gear this morning. JT, you got a bunch of offers. Uh, the first one that you received was from Georgia Tech. I know the head coach there, uh, Jeff Collins, came from the Temple Owls and had a lot of success up at Temple in the American Athletic Conference. Now he's in the ACC in the Coastal Division with Georgia Tech. Bring me into that first offer for you because that's that's a big one. You know, that's that's obviously uh, it's a it's a quote unquote Power Five school. It's inside of the ACC. Obviously, they're rebuilding, and Jeff Collins is implementing his schemes and his plans. What can you say about that first offer that you got from Georgia Tech? Um, I can say that it was a true blessing. You know, um, I was just uh, ecstatic that they believed in me and wanted to uh, give me a chance to play there. But um. Yeah, you know, before I got the offer, me and um, me and the D line coach, Coach Coleman, we've been working on the uh, we've been working on building a relationship and just getting closer. So um, they was he told me that they love my game up there and all that. So he ended up offering it. Me and him ever since then, me and him just been building a strong relationship, talking uh, every day basically. So yeah. So you ha- you have that conversation, that connection, and talking as much as possible with Georgia Tech. What did that mean to you? That first offer that you got, I mean, that brings that brings reality to to what's going on right now. It, it gives you that sense of, you know, you've had this dream for so long. You've been playing since you were, you know, around six, seven years old. So you you start back then. You have this hope that you're going to be playing in college someday, maybe playing in the NFL. When you finally got that offer, bring me into that moment for you and where were you in that moment? What was going on? I mean, bring us, paint us a picture of where you were when you got that first offer and just what that felt like for you. All right, so it was um, after school one day, and uh, me and a couple of uh, my teammates, we was headed to the field, to our uh, football field, our game field, to get some extra work in, you know, just do some drills, cone drills, um, footwork and stuff like that. And um, as I'm getting dressed, I get a call, I get a FaceTime call from Coach Coleman. So he's just talking with me, you know, he's just having a casual conversation. And then he starts to get, uh, we, he gets into um, how he likes my game and how he thinks it'll fit perfectly at um, Georgia Tech. So then that's when he offered. And I just, it just blew my mind. After we got off the phone, it just blew my mind. I literally ran, like, the whole football field just screaming, like, you know what I'm saying, happy. You know, it just, it just really blew my mind. And I was so shocked, you know, because I finally got the chance to you know what I'm saying, get where I want to be in life. This is my, uh, that's the first step. So I just couldn't believe it, you know. Uh, I called my mom right after that. She was so proud, so it just made me go hard. Like, the workout that I did that day after we got off the phone was unbelievable. I never worked out that hard a day in my life. So you're just, you're going crazy. You're running around on the field. Never worked out, like you said, harder than that day on the field, you know, that, that moment, does that just kind of drive you? Do you go back? Like if you have a moment of adversity or maybe, you know, there's something tough going on, whether it's in football or outside of football, when you have a moment of strife, a moment of, you know, something just maybe bothering you or getting in your head, do you go back to proud moments like that, big moments like that, and just kind of, you know, get that smile back and get that energy back? Cause it sounds like that moment for you, for your offer was, potentially one of the greatest moments of your life. And like you said, you never worked out that hard. So do you go back to that moment if you need a pick-me-up, so to speak? Most definitely. Yes, sir. No doubt. Yes, sir. 
So you get your offers. You have Georgia Tech, which was the first one that we just spoke about. Uh, you also have Georgia State that came through uh, Coastal Carolina, uh, East Carolina, Temple, the University of Akron, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, Western Kentucky, Syracuse being your ninth offer, and then most recently, Alabama A&M. It seems like things have ramped up for you here in March and, and have just really started to click. We know that we're in an interesting time in the sports world and the world in general with the coronavirus. So what can you say has done it for you that, you know, as people are trying to figure out what to do and coaches are trying new and interesting ways of recruitment, your recruiting seems to have taken off in the middle of all this. What can you maybe connect that to? Why Why do you feel your recruiting has been going so well so recently? Uh, I feel like that was just God's plan. You know, um, all, all this is meant to happen, so I just feel like uh, – he felt like now was the perfect time, you know, during all this mayhem just to get me in my mind right and just set everything straight. I feel like it's all God. So you put this on God and you say, you know, I feel like this is God's plan. You know, God God helped to bring this about, this moment about for me. What can you say about your faith? You know, I mean, in this time, it, it gets, you know, moments like this, people question God. Yeah, people get upset. People think, you know, why is God doing this to us? If there was a God, why would God let this happen? And some people go the total opposite direction and, and blame God. They get they get mad at God. You're saying, you know what? All this good stuff is happening in my life right now because of God. So give me the other side of that because some people see it negatively and are mad at God. And then other people like yourself are saying, you know what? In the middle of this tornado of a situation... God found me. He's helping me. He's there for me. Why do you believe that? Uh, one thing I can say about my faith is I'm a, a very strong believer in God. Um, I read the Bible every day. I try to keep my commandments um, as much as I can. So, yeah, I just feel like, um, yeah, he was just blessing me. And all this is going on now, the coronavirus and everything, this is prophecy. The Lord said in the Bible that this will happen. So I don't blame God for anything that you know he said this was gonna happen so that's my uh i'll take on it and when you when you say that you read your bible daily and and he said this is going to happen for somebody that doesn't pick up the bible what in the bible do you go back to to say you know this is this is where he said it was going to happen what do you what you know what passage or piece of the bible do you go back to to say well it makes sense the coronavirus is going on because i feel that this is what he was talking about I, I, I can't quote it fresh. I'm not gonna lie. I can't quote it fresh for you, but it is. It is. If you give me time, I can send it to you later on. But it is um, a verse in the scripture in there that says that things like this will happen and start to prophesy. It is that I can assure you that much. So you see that in the Bible. Does it scare you? I mean, does it make you think? Well, this is the end. You know, like he. You know, God's coming. You know, Jesus is coming back soon. I mean, how do you how do you look at it? Is it is it a scary prophecy to you? Or is it a, you know, God said this was going to happen and we're going to get through it type of thing? Um, no, nah, it's, it's not scary for me because it's probably, you know, it, everything is going to happen. He already said it. So I'm kind of preparing myself. And um, the Lord said that he give us the, the commandments and it's not hard. So and um, people who keep the commandments shall be granted eternal life. So that's what I try to focus on the most, keeping my commandments so that I will be granted eternal life in my life, when all this is over. And do you feel like 
we'll get past this. I mean, do you do you see the positive side of this? Do you see that the world can get better through this, or do you have that hope that the world will get better through this? Oh, most definitely. I, I, um, I hope everything goes well. We can just get back to normal, our normal way of living. You know, all this will be over uh, sometime very soon. Yes, sir. That coming from JT Gero here with us this morning, and, and JT. You know, I have a strong faith as well. I, I will tell you, I don't read the Bible daily, and my plan is to read it more. But you have this strong faith. It drives you. It's a part of your life. I agree with that. I explore that daily, and, and I appreciate it tremendously. What can you say about your relationship? Because I think having a personal relationship with God is paramount. So what's your relationship like with God? Um, in a sense, I feel that we're very close. You know, I pray to him every day daily talks uh more than once you know what i'm saying more than once a day so it's like daily talks you know i feel like we, uh got a close relationship you know as far as i can express yes sir so you have that faith you have that positivity you have that family reinforcement you got a mom that makes amazing chicken lasagna what else what else in your life are you proud of because i think it's important to talk about positive things i think now more than ever so you know what what in your life makes you happy what what are you thankful for um i'm just thankful for family overall i have an um, awesome family a very awesome support system you know yeah that's what i'm most thankful for um yeah i'm not really big on uh objects and uh, you know stuff like that things of that sort like video games and all that i mean i play video games but i just don't value them as much as i value my family i love my family to death that's the number one thing in my life so you have your family and, and you have that connection. We've talked about mom. We've talked about grandpa. Who else in your life really stands out in your family that you believe has, you know, pushed you to be the person that you are today? Uh, my grandma, she gives me, she gives me talks daily about staying focused. She always calls me and sends me messages uh, about staying focused, not getting in trouble. You know, she, she, she's always on me. She's always on my back. So, and, and, and what can you say about what you, what you care? Like you said, she's always on your back. She wants you to do the best you can. What, what can you say? Is there any piece of advice or anything that you think about when it comes to grandma? If you need that moment, if you need that positivity or that reinforcement, do you go back to something that your grandmother said to you before? Yeah. So it's a few messages that I just got locked in my brain that I'll never forget. But one that she's telling me, she tells me every day, just keep going hard and never stop. That's something she tells me on the daily. So that's something that I'll never forget. Just go hard and never stop. Coming from JT Gear this morning and coming from your grandmother. And JT, I want to get into these offers and into what you have right now because this is an awesome time for you. It's a proud moment for you. It's a proud moment for your family. So bring me into that that first one with Georgia Tech. You say that they reach out to you as much as they can daily when they can. And so what can you say about that relationship? Do they have a special place in your heart? Do they do they have a, a stronghold in, when it comes to recruiting with you because they were your first offer and because they stay in touch? Where does Georgia Tech stand in your mind as far as your recruitment goes? Yeah, they definitely have a, um, a strong place in my heart because they was the first uh, school to pull the trigger on me and take a chance on me um, as a football player. And, you know, like you said, we do stay in touch. A lot. So, yeah, they do hold a strong place in my heart. You know? 
So you have Georgia Tech there and you have that connection there. Uh, before all of this came, before the coronavirus and all this stuff had, had obviously affected travel plans and whatnot, did you get the opportunity to go anywhere? Did you get to visit any schools before all of this happened? Uh, no, sir. I mean, I, visit, I visited Georgia Tech twice, but I had a whole list of schools that I wanted to visit. And it just now, it just shut everything down, so that kind of disappointed me. So tell me, tell me who's on that list. If that list came up, you know the uh, the wish the wish list for for visits for you. Who are you intending to visit? You know, and 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 really wanted to before all this happened. Um, Memphis, UNC Chapel Hill. Um, let's see, USC, Eastern Carolina University. Um, let's see, Eastern Carolina University. Oh, I had Tennessee. USC, Clemson, and it's one more. And Syracuse, yeah, Syracuse. So you have you have all these schools that you wanted to go out and see, and I, I want to go to them uh, one by one here because obviously there's a reason why you want to go see them. Some you have offers from, some you don't yet. Uh, what made you want to go out to see North Carolina? North Carolina, uh, Chapel Hill. Yes. Yep. Um, I've been talking with them. You know, a pretty strong relationship. So I just wanted to go out there and see what the campus is all about. And uh, U- UNC at Charlotte, the green, you know what I'm talking about? What did you say? UNC at Charlotte, I've been out there. Oh, yeah, 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 UNC Charlotte, yep. Yeah, I've been out there multiple times and just I've seen what they're like a lot. So I just wanted to get out there and see how it compares to a school like UNC Chapel Hill, you know. So you wanted to go out there and see North Carolina, just kind of get a feel for it at Chapel Hill and see that. Uh, and do you like the football? I mean, obviously, Mac Brown came out of retirement to come back and coach the team for the second time around. He had a good season last season, only lost to Clemson by a point uh, last season because they went for two. So do you like North Carolina, Chapel Hill? Do you like the Tar Heels football program currently right now? Uh, yes, sir, I do. I feel like um, they're building something strong there. And I feel like there'll be something serious very soon in the football world. So you like North Carolina? You said you wanted to visit USC. Uh, obviously, going out on the on the West Coast. What about USC makes you want to go out there to see them? Wait, which? Wait, what did you say? USC. USC. Yep. Um. Yeah, the Gamecocks, man, it's not too far from home. Oh, okay. So you're talking South Carolina. So I thought you said USC. I thought you were talking about Southern Cal. So, so you want to go out and see the South Carolina Gamecocks in your home state. So why South Carolina? You know, um, I feel like they're close to home. They could be a great fit for me, possibly. You know, um, as a football player. You know, and I just um, it's a place I should have been visited. I should have been at least been to a game before, like on my own time. You know, I feel like it's great out there, Willie Bryce Stadium. You know, I've never been before, and that's a place that I really want to see. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get the gist of, and just, yeah, that's how I feel about USC. So you said you, you should have been out there. You should have went to a game on your own. You know, what 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 happened that that just didn't work out, that you didn't get out to a game in South Carolina, you know, this season? Because, I mean, you got you got two two teams in, that are known in your state, in your home state of South Carolina, obviously the Gamecocks, and then, of course, the Clemson Tigers. So, uh, what what kind of prevented you maybe from going out to a South Carolina game? Because it sounded like in your voice there that you're like, I really should have went, you know, before all this happened, I really should have made sure that I went. Not that you could have known that anything of this magnitude was going to happen, but uh, what kept you from going out to South Carolina? 
my granddad being a Clemson fan. Oh, okay, you know, okay, all right. We've been going to Clemson, Clemson games my whole life, you know, so I, I think that's what the big problem was there. So your your granddad is a big Clemson fan. So tell me, tell what'd you say? Die hard. So tell me about Clemson and your thoughts about that. I mean, obviously your grandfather got you started in the game of football. He's he's connected to you family wise, but he's also connected to your love for the game. So how much does his influence have on you? Do you like Clemson? Are you a fan of Clemson because of Grandpa? Where where do you stand with Clemson? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm neutral with them. You know, it's a lot of backlash, a lot of talk about them around, like in my um, home state of South Carolina. So it's a lot of talk about them, this and that. So I don't really like to get into it. But I, um, I feel like they're a good, strong team. Schedule might be a little weak, but, you know, I feel like they're a good team. All right, fair enough. You, you said, speaking here with a 2021 college football recruit JT Gear from the state of South Carolina. We talked about those teams in South Carolina. We talked about UNC as well. East Carolina, another one of those teams in the Carolinas. What do you like about ECU? I know that they've given you an offer, as we mentioned before. What do you like about East Carolina? Um, before I plan on there, going there, they haven't even offered me yet. But um, I've been talking to Coach Sims for a minute now, and me and him just been building a strong bond. He's been talking to me. He's been really uh, selling me on the campus and uh, how they maneuver up there. So that's a place that I really wanted to uh, get around to seeing, you know. And, um, yeah, just seeing it from my own eyes, you know. They seem so great up there in the atmosphere on game day. seems awesome. So I just wanted to get around and seeing it for myself. So you said that you liked them before they – because they were your fourth offer. You said you liked them even before they offered you. What what put them on the radar before that? Um, Just my relationship with uh, – oh, I met Coach Sims, and, yeah, just our relationship, how we built a relationship. So that's what really uh, sold me a little bit. So you have that connection. You want to go up there and you want to see them. Uh, you had mentioned also that you would like to go to Tennessee. Are you talking at Tennessee at Chattanooga? Or are you talking about the Volunteers? Rocky Top Volunteers, yes, sir. All right. So tell me about Tennessee. What makes you want to go out there and give them a visit? Um, it's just the Rocky Top, man. I just, you know, I want to, um, first off, I've never been in Tennessee. I only once when I was small, so I really don't remember it like that. And I actually planned a vacation to go there uh, during spring break. But, you know, everything got canceled with all this coronavirus going on. But, yeah, um, Arkansas, man, I feel like they got some great coaches up there that I would like to meet in person. Um, just a great uh, overall atmosphere that I would like to get around to seeing, you know, just uh, getting a feel for it because it just seems so great up there. And awesome. I just had to see it from my own eyes. So you want to go to Rocky Top. You want to see that as well. You mentioned Memphis in, in the same state of Tennessee. I was just in Memphis. Hard to believe, but I was uh, in Memphis just a few months ago before all this happened in December for the American Athletic Championship, uh, Football Championship game for the conference that the Memphis, Memphis Tigers took home inside of the Liberty Bowl. What do you like about Memphis? What makes you want to go out there? Um, I just feel like they're a real school. Like, it's real down home, down south kind of school. Oh, excuse me. That I really like to visit it, you know, just see how real they are. Just get a feel for the realness and, you know, everything that they got going on. Coach Pope, I feel like he's a great guy and uh, he's serious about football and I'm, he's just as serious as I am. So that's the guy that I would like to meet in person, uh, have nice conversations with. 
So you're looking at Memphis as well. And I will tell you, I don't know how the barbecue is in South Carolina. Well, you know, I can't say that. I've been to a place called Smoke in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. But the barbecue, my favorite barbecue by far of any state that I've been in, I've been up and down the East Coast, a little bit of the Midwest. I can tell you right now with certainty that the best barbecue I've had in my life was in Memphis. See, I only ever had Memphis barbecue sauce. <laughs> That's all I <laughs> So you know, you get it already. So you understand because you have Memphis barbecue sauce. So you you got that. And and for you, the the other one on your list, of course, Syracuse that you would like to visit. It was on your plans to visit. It was on that wish list before everything happened with coronavirus. So why come up and visit Syracuse? What is it about Syracuse that you like? Um, they're a great school. I heard a a lot of great things about them. So I just wanted to see for myself. You know, um. Syracuse is a school that I've been knowing about since I was young, and you know, for me to get that, finally get that offer, that just um, it just meant something to me deep down. But this before I had planned to go up there, even before I got the offer, so yeah, just um, they got a great when I say great, amazing coaching staff up there. Um, they're just some really cool, laid back guys. I feel like I could vibe with a lot. You know, I feel like we can do something great if I were to um go play football there. So yeah, that's the reason why. Uh, I had Memphis listed. I mean, not Memphis, but Syracuse. My bad. Okay, so you said that Syracuse for you, you had planned to visit even before you got you got the offer. You said you knew about Syracuse since you were young. What was your connection to Syracuse when you were young? Uh, it's this movie that used to come on. It's this football movie that used to come on by this little black kid. I guess it was like back in the day. And, um, he ended up going to play college football in Memphis. And, I mean, dang, I don't know. I keep saying Memphis. I mean, Syracuse. And, um, his journey was just so unbelievable, and it was um, it was heartwarming. His journey, so it just made me seem like, and the way this when he got to college, the way the Syracuse treated him was just like Syracuse has always been in my heart, you know, it always been in my mind, in the back of my mind, like all the time. So you, Syracuse got it. So you watched that movie, The Express, with with uh, Ernie Davis and his story. And you said that that just meant, and it's it, it, it's funny to me because it's such a it's such an interesting thing because you know he he obviously was the first African American to ever win the Heisman Trophy. He led Syracuse to their only uh, to one of two undefeated seasons, their only national championship in 1959. And that movie has just continued to mean so much to recruits and over the years the past I don't know three four five years that that I've talked to recruits like yourself uh, so many people bring up that movie The Express and it has so much meaning to them and it connects them with Syracuse so I find that interesting that you watch that movie and that the way that you know what you saw in the movie and the way that Syracuse treated him and all those things that you said that it really touched your life and it made you connect with Syracuse I think it's pretty amazing the impact that the movie The Express has had on people like yourself. Yes, sir. So, so you you have that. They've always been close to your heart. You said that the coaching staff are people that you know you feel you went to say good and then you said great. What makes the Syracuse coaching staff great in your opinion? Just their attitudes about life and football. You know the way that they act, their personalities are amazing. Like it's a personality that you would expect from a coach. You get what I'm saying? Like, they just, they're different up there, and I love different, you know. They lay back as a coach. You can talk to almost anything about You can just have casual conversations about anything, what's on your mind, what's on your heart, you know, and they won't judge you at all. They'll just, you know, help you 
in innocence. So you love the fact that you think that they're different. What about their personality makes makes the makes that that different about them? That feeling that you just think that they kind of stand off on their on their own in a special way. What what is it about their personality that stands out to you so much? Um, they're just jokey. Like they funny. Like you can have a conversation about anything. You could be in the saddest mood, and they know how to light it up. With just a few words, I've talked to multiple coaches there, and they just feel like it's a great school. You know, I just want to see how practice is a game day. You know what I'm saying? I want to see how they how their personality is on on days like that. You know. So you want to go up there? You want to visit? This school has meant something to you. Speaking of Syracuse, since you were little, because of the movie The Express, and you like the coaches' personalities, it sounds like you have you have uh, some excitement when it comes to Syracuse. Do they have a good place in your recruiting right now? Do they do they have a, a genuine shot with you right now? Most definitely, yes, sir. Yes, they do. Yes, who sir. who would you consider up there with Syracuse as far as having a having your attention right now? Um, I feel like all schools that have offered me have a, uh, have my attention because every school has been doing the, um a good job at recruiting. I think at the end of the day, it's just going to come down uh to my visits. You know, so I can narrow it down to feel the atmosphere. You know, feel how things work at that school. And what what are you looking for when you're looking at that atmosphere and you're you're looking for something special? A lot of people can tell you whatever they want to tell you, but you want to see it, you want to believe it, you want to know that it's true. When you step on campus, what are you looking for? A place that feels like home. And I wanna I wanna go on visits with my mother, so a place that can feel like home to her too. Somewhere where she can be comfortable, feel like she can come up at any time, have a great relationship with the coaches, you know, just a place like that, a second home, basically. And for you, a second home would be what? What does that feel like? Uh, uh, a school with nothing but comfort- comfortability. I mean, I know um, college football is going to come with a lot of hard work, a lot of pain, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. But at the end of the day, when it's chill time, I want a place that I can just you know, chill and feel like home. I don't feel like I'm, no matter how far I am, I could, it could be a school that's 11 hours away. I don't want to feel like I'm a thousand miles away. I feel like I'm 10 minutes from home. I can call mom at any time. You know, just feel like a place that, you know, we're all together. They feel like family to me, the coaching staff and the players. I feel that. I definitely feel that, and I appreciate that. That coming from 2021 defensive end recruit, JT Gear coming from the great state of South Carolina. JT, before I let you go, we've talked about your offers. We've talked about schools that have your attention, places you want to visit, a lot of positives coming from Syracuse and whatnot. Before I let you go, I want to play rapid fire. You're going to ask me a couple questions about anything. I have to answer them. I have no idea what you're going to ask me and vice versa. So I will start this thing, and I can ask you anything in the world. You could ask me anything. Are you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right. So my first one for you is, because we talked about this a little bit off the air, put these put these in order of the of your favorite because I love them so much and I am starving right now thanks to you. But we're gonna continue to talk about this. So Chick Fil A, Bojangles, Zaxby's, put them in order. You know I love them. I know that you and I have talked about them. Put them in order. Number one, the best, and then two and three. It's easy. Chick Fil A. Being number one, Zaxby being number two, and lastly, Bojangles. All right, fair enough. So is 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 Zaxby's close to Chick Fil A, or is there, 
or is Chick-fil-A just above and beyond? Um, I feel like Chick-fil-A is like a quality. Like the, everything that they serve is quality, but it doesn't always get you full. But going to Zaxby's, you'll always get full every time. So uh, I, I say they're, they're almost about neck and neck. Okay. All right. All right. Fair uh, enough. What What's your go-to at Chick-fil-A? What do you like to order at Chick-fil-A? The little uh, chicken minis. Okay. Little biscuits with the chicken inside. Yeah, but if if it's not uh, morning time, I go with the chicken sandwich. Beautiful chicken sandwich. Now, now you do the original chicken or you do the spicy? Original. I can't take too much spicy a lot of times unless it's on wings. Okay, fair enough. So you get the original chicken sandwich. Do you get the fries and you got to tell me the whole meal. So what do you get to drink? What do you get the fries and what are the, what's the sauce that you get? So Chick-fil-A, they got one of the best lemonades I've ever tasted. So I get the chicken sandwich, make sure the pickles and everything's on there. I get the chicken sandwich, an ice cold, large lemonade, Chick-fil-A fries, the fries, you know, of course. And then I got to go with my Chick-fil-A sauce. All right. Two or three packs of Chick-fil-A sauce. All right, fair enough. So that's what you're going with. That's what you got. And I'm and I and and you know what? It's not it's not a bad thing. I like the Polynesian sauce, but I know that I feel like I'm in a minority when it comes to Polynesian sauce. Everybody goes for the Chick-fil-A sauce, but have you had the Polynesian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to eat it all the time when I was younger. Okay. All right. So I mean that's just one that I like. So that's your meal. Chick-fil-A is your top. What's your first question for me? Uh what is your top three shoe brands in order? Top three shoe brands? Yes, sir. Ah, okay. So, mm, I would have to say Nike 1, Jordan 2, and because I always consider him by himself. So, I'd say Nike 1, Jordan 2, and uh, who would I put three? I I guess I would say... mm, Maybe, maybe Adidas after that, maybe Adidas, but Nike, I mean, I own so many, see, I like, I like colorful stuff. So I have Nike orange that have uh, confetti on the bottom. I just got, I just got ones that look like, do you know, like Spider-Man and Venom? Do you know that stuff? Yes, sir. So I have, I have ones that I bought now that look like they have like the black Venom drip on the bottom and it's got the orange, it's got orange in the, in the back. It's got black in the front. And then it's kind of like felt and it's gray. I like sneakers that, you know, when you see me wear them, not a lot of people have them. So I, all right, fair enough. Wait, so I'm going to throw that question back at you. What, what can you say are, well, yeah, I don't want that to be my question, but I'm just going to follow up. So I'll give you a different question, but what can you say about your shoes? Cause I've described some of the ones that I have. I also have some red and yellows that look like the flash. So what's your favorite shoe that you own? Uh, my favorite shoe. Let me. Oh, I would say my um. I don't want to say those because a lot of people got them. So I'm gonna go with my uh Jordan One Mid SEs. Jordan One SEs Mid Tops. Okay. All right. It's, it's kind of like a black and then a purple. It's it's a lot of colors mixed in. Right. So yeah, I'm gonna go with those. All right. Fair enough. So my my last question for you is is gonna be. Hmm. All right, JT. So this is what we're going to do. It's going to be a three-part question. You're stranded on an island. You can take one person. What person do you take? You can only have one meal every day. What meal do you eat? 
And what material thing do you bring with you? So you're stranded on an island. You could take one person. You can have one meal that you eat every day. And you could take one material thing. What are they? All right. I'm stranded on an island. I can take one person. Uh, the one person would be my granddad. He's very uh, hands-on. So I feel like he, he can either find a way to get us back to safety or find us a way to get some help. So that's okay. definitely the person I'm taking. Um, you said one food that I can eat every day? Yep. Chicken lasagna. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely taking that. And one object. Um, uh, one object. It wouldn't be smart to take a cell phone because I probably wouldn't have any service. Flashlight. Okay. A flashlight. flashlight. All right, fair enough. What's your last one for me? Um, let's see. Top five cereals in order. Oh, damn. You're all about getting me hungry today. I can't function right now. I got another hour of show to do. Um, So, top five cereals in order. Hmm. Oh, damn. So, I'm going to say, wow, this is tough. I'm going to say Lucky Charms 1. So we're going to go Lucky Charms 1. Then we're going to go... Oh, Jesus, this is tough. Lucky Charms 1, Cinnamon Toast Crunch 2, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios 3, mm, Raisin Bran 4, and Apple Jacks 5, I guess is what I would do. So, so no Frosted Flakes? Well, it's, see, that's the thing. You know, they got to go somewhere. That's the thing. Like, I like Razor Brand. I like Frost. Okay, let me do it again. So, Lucky Charms 1, Cinnamon Toast Crunch 2, Frosted Flakes 3, Honey Nut Cheerios 4, and then I would do Apple Jacks 5, and we'll, we'll leave Raisin Bran out. We'll put them as like six or seven. But because that's the tough part, because I think that Frosted Flakes on a certain day could be my one. I think that. Honey Nut Cheerios growing up. I love them. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I used to eat that all the time. But Lucky Charms is my far and away number one right now. Do you have a favorite? Um, my favorite lately has been um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but I'm kind of getting tired of the cinnamon. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I ate some, I, yesterday morning before I went to go work out, I ate some Lucky Charms. So um, if I had to choose a favorite, I'd say Frosted Flakes. You can never get tired of Russell Flakes, ever. So so it sounds like we like similar cereal, and your mom makes really good chicken lasagna. So when this coronavirus is done, I'm coming down to South Carolina, and we're having some food. That's what we're going to do. Lasagna <laughs> Listen, man, you keep talking about that chicken lasagna. You know what? So you, you got my phone. Text me a picture of the chicken lasagna. If you got one or the next time you have it, I want to see what this looks like because I already got respect for mom the way that you talked about it, but... I want to see it up close and personal. So someday chicken lasagna will be a part of my life, but I hope that uh, I hope she makes it for you soon. Most definitely. All right, man. Well, listen, be good. I mean, obviously your recruitment's going well. I hope that continues. I hope that this coronavirus and, and everything that's going on goes away that so that you can truly have the full experience of all this. But this coming from JT Gear, 2021 college football recruit. I appreciate you, JT. I thank you for being on the show today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. All right, have a good one. All right, you too. Take care.